0: Hi, I'm Chris with the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And before the episode begins, I just wanted to provide you with a little information on who we are and how you can stay updated on all of our content. This podcast was created to showcase craft breweries and indulge in interesting conversation. We want to help promote a variety of breweries and along the way have conversations ranging from sports to beer and beer to, well, just about anything. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on untapped, Or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Brett, and I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Donnie. Donnie Boy is here! (laughs)
1: <laughs> Glad to have you, Donnie. Glad yeah. to have you.
0: Well, in today's episode, we'll be reviewing South River Brewing Company, which is actually located in South River, Ontario, guys.
2: Convenient. Who
0: knew? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. It lines yeah. up. It does. So we're,
2: we're going to be trying two beers today, as always. Uh, the first one is the North Portal, which is a traditional
1: ale. And the second one is Honey, I'm Home. And it's a wood of beer. All right. And to finish up the episode, we're going to be talking about our experiences with camping.
0: Right. and we're back so like we mentioned we're talking about South River brewing today and like I said before they're <laughs> actually located in South River Ontario what a shock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and they were the the brewery was actually originally founded back in 2009 wow. uh, and it was it was one of the first northern Ontario breweries
2: Nice. yes that is correct but they have rebranded so okay. they were branded in December 2020 so their former brand was Highlander uh, and I've seen some of their stuff before in terms of LCBOs and beer stores, et cetera. Right. And they actually revamped it or rebranded, as I said earlier, um, after the town it's located in to have a better recognition of where it is geographically. Yeah, Because, I mean, Highlander, South River just makes sense that <laughs> yeah. South River – okay, is in, okay. Yeah,
1: we, yeah, we got to yeah. figure it out. You really can't miss it, I guess, at this point, especially no, if you're doing a can't. simple Google search, right? Which, which I, in fact, did do. Um, so, Good a, little for you. Of, a little bit, a little bit about the brewery here. Um, so, the brewery uses locally foraged ingredients whenever possible. So, uh, nice. Farmer Fife could oh. probably appreciate that using local. I'll, I'll let you know what's in season in a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right.
0: yeah. yeah. We'll wait for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, the Fife farmer almanac.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how he, it's he's going to have to check on that almanac there. One hundred percent. All right. All right. So in in terms of the actual brewery, um, I don't. I'm going to speak for you guys. I don't think any of us have ever been there, uh, whether it was after the rebrand or before the rebrand.
1: I have not. You are one hundred percent correct. I have yeah. been in there in Google Maps though.
0: And Google (laughs) Images. You did the virtual tour.
1: I did the virtual tour.
0: A little bit creepy. (laughs) A little bit creepy. Uh, It's called research. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah. So we're kind of going off of you know information that that we're kind of finding about the brewery. But one thing to note is in our last episode that we did on Broken Stick, we mentioned how quickly the beers arrived um, from them. This might have been quicker. Uh, getting the South River beers. It it was like, you know, probably a a 15 hour turnaround from when they sent it to when it was delivered.
2: Any, any brewery North of Toronto just likes to get their stuff out fast. Apparently in two
0: weeks.
1: I love it. (laughs) I I wonder how that happens so quickly though. Like what, what kind of shipping are they paying for? Like expedite like times two. I think it's it's because the importance in terms of where we are at. Yeah. Right. So they pay, it is.
2: they pay to get us
1: the beers the, faster. The extra. Well, we appreciate that. That's for we sure. We absolutely right? do. Yeah. But yeah, so if we kind of go into um, the building where they're, where they're actually located in right now, so that they, it was 2016 where they're currently located, right? But the brewery yeah. has been around since 2009, as we mentioned. So they have moved to their location that they're at now. Taking a look at it, it looks. Like a pretty solid building. Like it's it's large, looks like it accommodates a fair amount of space, a little bit of a shop up front. And then where they're actually brew the beers, there's a large floor like footprint there that mm-hmm. if they want to expand and, and develop a little bit more, they have the room. So yeah. you could see production probably increase two, two and a half times, maybe. Um if they do so choose. Wow. Yeah. So before the
2: brewery was actually built, as you said, in 2016, it was uh, home to the Happy Landing Diner and Gas Station. So it was actually a staple in South River for 50 years. And they created a special beer to honor the legacy of the diner. And I don't know if you guys have caught on yet, uh, but it's one of the beers that we are trying today. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so <laughs> uh, they also continue to have two gas pumps out front of the building. Right. Right. So the- maybe that'd be cool if we went there and we just like, they put beer in the gas pump and you just like,
0: <laughs> oh, they, maybe that's like their tap, right? It right from the pump. And you're,
2: and you're paying a dollar 29 a
0: liter. Yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. that that's a like, really good price yeah, for it's beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I fill up a couple of growlers to go. That's all right. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's kind of nice how they do pay homage to some of their past, and right, you're taking that happy landing. We'll get into the story about the uh, beer, uh, the first beer, when we get into it. So,
2: and I do, I do stand corrected. I must have had some South Irish beers beforehand. Uh, we are not having the happy landing English Golden Ale on the podcast today, but it it
1: does tie it, do, it does tie into the whole happy happy landing the aviation portion of it. So you're going to see that kind of common uh, trend throughout. I think with, with some of these. Correct.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler, you mentioned earlier that they use locally foraged ingredients. So they actually brew the beer from pure local free flowing water. So obviously up north, they probably have uh, much cleaner water than we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually crack their barley right on site to ensure that it's the freshest barley to go into the beer. So nice, n- nice little kind of touches with the quality ingredients. And hopefully we'll, we'll we'll taste that quality when we try the beers.
1: Yeah, I, I'm interested to kind of gain a little bit more knowledge on that process uh, and getting the beer or uh, the water straight f- straight from the, the free-flowing streams yeah. or, or, or rivers or whatever they're pulling it from um, to see how that kind of works. So I think if we make a tour up that way, we should probably investigate that a little bit. You get right in there. I will. <laughs> yeah, you get right in there. Look at yeah. it. Make yeah. sure it works. Well, I think just the technology that would be, I mean, think of having a brewery. Two, three hundred years ago, right? Somebody'd have to walk down to the river, pull up some water, <laughs> and make a brew. This way there's modern technology. I think that'd be pretty cool. Let's some breweries just
2: goes. press a button now, for God's sakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's automated. Yeah, right? all things automated. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. So the one thing I will mention, and I don't know if you guys have listened to our last producer special in terms of East Coast versus West Coast IPAs. And I I think it was me that stated that almost every brewery has an IPA. As a core offering. Right. South river does not. Right. No. They so don't. apparently I'm wrong now because there's one brewery that does not have an IPA. <laughs> and we're doing them
1: right yeah, now. You, you gave yourself an out. You give yourself a note Say you know, almost every brewery, but maybe it's, You're right. maybe it's because the water flows from East coast to West coast and they don't know exactly what to call the IPA style. You know, maybe right. that's what it is. They're, maybe- they're
0: they're starting that new central style, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or the north style. <laughs> they're just
1: drawing the water from the middle. That's all it is. Yeah. So that's Although, all
0: I I, in reading some kind of news stories that were put out when they did rebrand, they did say that a lot of their loyal customers have been kind of demanding an IPA from them. So, right. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something kind of in the near future.
1: Yeah. And so when we kind of talk about the space that the brewery has, and I mentioned this earlier on, is they're actually pretty generous with their facility. So if um, anybody kind of wants to use the facility um, anywhere in their kind of the region, I don't know if they would say, uh, you guys don't come up here and, and do a podcast. I'm sure they'd open, <laughs> open their doors and uh, open their taps. But uh, it, it is really nice that they do allow anybody from the region to basically use their facility for private events at no charge. But I yeah. think I think they probably understand that people might have a pint or two. Yeah. So <laughs> I would I would hope so. You might not want to charge. Either right. off the tap or out of the gas pump, one of the two, right?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> So, and, you know, since they've rebranded, not only do they have craft beer, but if you're not a huge craft beer drinker, they actually have a hard sparkling tea, which is called Tea-licious. So, uh, you know, might be interesting to try try some of those. I, I know producer Donnie likes tea, so maybe, maybe he'd like that hard sparkling tea.
2: Oh, Donnie would be all over it. Yeah, sounds like sounds like a Donny thing for sure. It definitely sounds like a Donny thing. So going back to the uh, delivery in terms of how quick we got our beers, uh, in terms of what South River does, it's they ship again all around Ontario a seven dollar flat rate, or mm-hmm. if you want to drink a lot of beers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: go on over over fifty dollars worth perhaps, mm-hmm. go on free ah, right to your door. Nice. You don't right. literally have to leave your house right. to
1: grab South River beers. Yeah. All right. That's good to know. Yep. So if anybody wants uh, free delivery, $50 and up. And it will be there quick. Yeah,
0: it, it should be. Yeah.
1: It, it better be there quick. <laughs> you might, you might
2: order one day and the next day it might be on your uh, doorstep and bam, you are drinking it. And also while you're drinking a South or beer, maybe you could look at their information that we're
1: going to link on our social media pages as well. Yeah. Very smooth. Very smooth. So like that, with that being said, <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let's try their first beer.
0: All right. So we are back. And first of all, we wanted to give a big thanks to Jackie at South River for supplying the beers today. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah. So like we mentioned, the first beer we're trying today is called North Portal, which is a traditional ale. And it has a 5.1% ABV and the IBUs are unlisted.
1: Would you say they're not on the radar?
0: <laughs> oh I, <laughs> I would.
1: I, 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 was, I was just gonna say it
2: looks like I've landed in a happy place here, right? Uh, uh, no, no. That'll <laughs> anyway. must be a happy landing for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much a happy landing. <laughs> anyway, uh this beer is a smooth yet crisp ale, which brings refreshing notes upon its first sip, followed by a mellow malt flavor. A great choice for people, as I said before, like kind of this training wheel beer who aren't into a hoppy craft beer.
1: Right. So that's what it's kind of touted as, and we'll see if we can uh, taste that when we get into it. Um, so this beer was made to honor one of Canada's iconic air bases. So the north portal lays 600 feet below ground and acts as one of the country's safest warfare bunkers. So, awesome. So you'll see that when uh, Brett talks about the can as well, because it does have some of that information on the can.
0: Absolutely so. That- uh, on Untapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and the overall rating on Untapped for North Portal is 3.6 bottle caps out of 5, with a total of 46 check-ins.
1: All right. This is can- your time. Can- Do can- your hand. thing. <laughs> Glass in the other hand. Let's open her up.
0: All right, so as we pour this beer out, we're actually drinking this traditional ale out of a pint glass, which is uh, definitely a versatile glass for ales. So everybody, make sure to use your proper glassware.
1: So one thing that I like about this whole thing is the traditional ale portion of it with trying to keep the tradition and the story alive about South River and this war uh, base and the, and, and the bunker and all that jazz. So yeah. it is nice to see how maybe they tie that into a lot of their other beers, but uh, paying again, homage to no, that. No,
0: that totally makes sense.
2: And in terms of the story behind the beer itself, as you kind of touched on a little bit, um, this actually is tracked aircraft across Canada and responded to any airborne threats for over 40 years. This little north portal. How do you know well. that? Well, I mean, I don't know if you can see the plane because it's camouflage on the can. uh, I don't know if you can see it, right? But uh, there you go. There's some information for you. Now that I've done the hard work part, I need to go
1: smell this beer. All right, yeah. So taking a look at it, it looks like that crisp, uh, golden-y color, if you will.
0: Kind of looks like a lager. Looks like Like, a lager. Mm -hmm. Totally can see through it. Lots of carbonation. Um, Kind of smells like it too. Kind of like a sweet, uh, maltiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel as though it's going to be a multi maltier lager almost.
1: Yeah. 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 That's why I'm kind of going with it too. Decent head on it. It stuck around for a little bit, but uh, not too long. I think that this might do some nice lacing as we kind of drink through it. So maybe we should just start drinking it. Eh?
0: Yeah. Let's get into it.
1: Well, let's All do right. that. Let's do that.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. It's very, um, very sweet. Like I mentioned, I could kind of smell the sweetness. Mm-hmm. It tastes pretty sweet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I no, agree. It's a, definitely, a, it's like a sweet lager almost. It's not as malty as what I was expecting. It's yeah. got a, a heavy sweetness to it.
1: Yeah. And it goes down well. Like again, because, because there's not that maltiness, like overbearing, quality to it it does it drinks well it's 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 smooth um there's not even like i'm not getting a huge aftertaste either nothing that's kind of like sticking out especially with the maltiness portion of it but yeah maybe it's that's not like it's
2: sweet it's not like a bitter ipa where you're like when you sometimes you get like a grapefruit kind of ipa going there and just lingers on that mm-hmm. aftertaste for like 20 seconds this is down your yap and it's done there's no yeah. aftertaste lingering
0: and it's kind of interesting because we don't really see, I mean, personally, anyways, I haven't really seen traditional ales uh, very often. Um, so I was kind of trying to think like what what might this be very similar to, like a style that we kind of know better. And I'm right. thinking it's very similar to like a Kolsch, right? Where it's yeah. it, it's like the ale ale version of a lager kind of thing.
2: Almost like a sweetie absent landlord from Cowbell.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
1: so when I looked up like traditional ale, like traditional ale itself is kind of like a catch all category. When I was doing my research on that as well to see where this kind of fits in. And that's one of the things they did mention as well, is it's very similar to that kind of that Kolsch. Yeah. Um, but it's not as I don't know, maybe front forward as a Kolch is. Sometimes you take that coalition and you get hit kind of up front. Right. This again is just kind of smooth through this whole thing. I would almost consider this very crushable.
0: Oh, this is definitely crushable. Oh yeah, I can you know, if it's a
1: thirty-plus
2: degree day, almost like it was today, I could uh, easily get down these.
1: But oh, yeah. it, at a five point one, uh, yeah, you'd still have to be careful, right? So yeah. it's it again, it's it's crushable. Five point one, not bad. So it's not. You'd have to ha- find a light. happy landing place. There it is. You, yeah. could, you <laughs> could. You
2: could. <laughs> now you that know. I've recovered from that, no more happy landing jokes. Okay. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, go. so why don't we talk about the top fo- top five uh, flavor profiles on mm-hmm. this beer uh, from on top? So, uh, the first one is light. Uh, totally, I think it's light. Yeah. Uh, crisp is number two. Yeah. Uh, malty is number three, which we kind of talked about it. Like there's a little bit of maltiness, but not as much as kind of maybe we were expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Number four is thin. Uh, Like I kind of get what people might be thinking, but I don't think it's thin. I think there's actually kind of like a pretty decent amount of flavor. in this. I almost think it's, it's almost
2: thick. Like it's going to, if you get into having more than one of these per night, like once you get to pass that second, third, and you may be like, "Oh, this is actually like, you know, get a little bit gut rot, you know, get bloated a little
1: bit, right?" <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't think I get that from this. I think the way that I interpret the thin is because there is not something that's overpowering the flavor profile, so that's why I think it's just it is thin because it's an easy drinking, goes down smooth kind of beer. So that's how I am interpreting it.
0: Yeah, and and the the fifth and last one, which I don't get at all, is uh, cereal which is interesting. Yeah.
1: I think you see that though. You see that with a lot of kind of just ales and traditional like lagers, right? And
0: no, I, for sure. I'm just not kind of getting it in this personally.
1: I could
2: almost get like the biscuity. Like that's been like a, a flavor profile and untapped. Yeah. Um, I could see yeah. more that versus a cereal,
1: but okay. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that.
0: And the, 41, I would, the 41
2: people have done their research yeah, and opinion. They have their opinions,
0: I, right? I would personally add somewhere in their sweetness. Um, maybe as like number yeah. two or three even.
2: It's again, sweeter than I expected. Kind of like yeah. myself. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of sweet, we should probably look into some untapped user thoughts. So Chris, you would have the first one.
0: Yeah. And the first one comes from Lawrence H uh, with the handle Crawdad41. Uh, on January 20th said, uh, my son is stationed at North Bay and has told us about the underground complex. Thanks for commemorating a special piece of Canadian history. Great beer, too. Um, so that's awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, Lawrence gave it a 4.25 out of 5.
2: Okay. And I have the next one. I'm, I'm glad you're going to be ready for this uh, punny username. So this comes from Dylan G, and his punny username is Beauty and the Yeast 93. <laughs> See what he did there. Anyway, commented yeah. on February 11th Wow, this beer is delicious almost <laughs> like the like tony the tiger if he was like saying
0: that um, right. <laughs> and, he,
2: and he gave it a five out of five so obviously he is a big big fan of this beer wow big um, fan for sure
1: that is it's a big it's a big rating all right so i'll get uh ours kicked off i believe um one thing i want to point out is i was wrong about the lacing there is no lacing on this as as i drink through it so
0: you were wrong uh, on something no I way i
1: am duh. <laughs> Better yet,
0: he admitted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ain't the that, first time. That <laughs> ain't, ain't that the truth. Ain't that
1: the truth? Um, so for my rating, I'm going to give it a four out of five.
0: Nice, nice. I was kind of wavering between four and three point seven five. Son of um, a gun! So I think you swayed me, so I'm going to go up to four. You guys haven't swayed me, boys.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this a three point five. And producer Donnie, because I have Donnie. a strong connection, I have a strong connection to Donnie. Uh, he is giving his rating of a three point two
1: five. All right, so that gives our overall team score for Untapped is going to be three point six eight seven five. So I believe we're going to take that up to three point seven five.
0: Yep, yeah, sounds good to me. So let's get on to beer number two.
1: And we're back. So the second beer we're going to be having today is Honey, I'm Home, which has been labeled as a wheat beer, the ABV of 5.5, and 14 IBUs. So they're listing the IBU on this one, a little less uh, inconspicuous.
0: They are, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, So they... Say that each sip of this beer brings out refreshing, subtle notes of honey, creme brulee, and caramel. So, that sounds delicious. Uh, and they brew it exclusively with Amarillo hops. Ooh, I'm a big
2: sucker for some creme brulee, so I'm pretty excited about this beer. <laughs> However, okay. I'm also a big uh, food connoisseur. Mm. Uh, I do enjoy some good food. So, a list of food pairings with this uh, beverage. A salad with a nice citrus dressing, crepes, okay. omelets, eggs Benedict. I have no idea why we'd like fried fish. Fish is terrible, or shellfish. <laughs> uh, teriyaki or uh, some spicy Mexican or Thai. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought Thai. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. if you okay. if
2: you have if you have the spicy Mexican or Thai, eventually we'll find a happy landing place. Usually. No, I'm kidding. There Keep it going.
1: <laughs> so, uh, a brief comment here from producer Donnie uh, says the these pears are not great, other than omelets. So we have a picky eater uh, mm. on our hands with Daddy Boy. Yeah, Donnie is very picky on a lot of things. All right, so when we look at this, we've got uh for untapped, there are 165 check-ins and the average rating of 3.59 bottle caps out of the five. So all right, boys, we got the first one uh down. Let's try and work on the second one here. Can in hand, glass in the other hand. Let's open her up.
0: All right. Well, let's just let everyone know that we are drinking this wit beer out of a wisen glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware.
2: Oh, that is a nice, very nice scent off the top there.
0: Hmm. I like nice that. and clear too. Very oh, yes. clear. Lots of carbonation. Must be that fresh water they're getting. It oh, does make a difference. It does yeah. make a
1: difference.
2: All right. I'm just here taking a little snap of this. Yes, yeah. and a decent a decent head retention there as well. Um, yep. But, yeah, definitely very, very clear. Uh, very golden in color, kind of like honey almost.
1: <laughs>
2: well, well, that would, that would make it, a lot eh? of sense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amazing. Almost like it's like I tied it. It's almost like I tied it in together.
1: There it is. Yeah. <laughs> See what I there? You're welcome, right. Tyler. Let, let me get, let me get a sniff of this. That is nice. It is nice on the nose, and you do kind of get that uh, the honey aroma off of it. Hmm. Hmm. Well... Wow. Can I drink it yet, or no? Can't drink uh, it yet. Okay. You can if you want. You talked about no, no. The, the head retention. Mine's now kind of subsided. Some good carbonation through it. The I mean, you get a lot of the bubbles in this uh, linear motion from the bottom to the top, so they're kind of a, a bubble train, if you will. But yeah, no, yeah, it looks, looks good. Looks good. And and before we get to sip the beer, uh, let's talk about the can. <laughs>
2: Why not? Um, now I have to think. In my personal opinion, that this is Shania Twain's favorite beer. Okay. Because of her song called "Honey, I'm Home," because on the can it almost, like like, it? No, <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like a. No, I'm not. But it almost looks like a cartoon version of Shania Twain, with a, a very little a, beehive, a little beehive in terms of the honey in the background. But yeah, a very attractive, you know, because Shania Twain's not bad looking, uh, can <laughs> if you will. I bet you were not expecting ever to have a Shania Twain reference on the
0: podcast.
1: It wasn't on my bingo card, but
0: yeah, yeah. me neither.
1: (laughs) I see where you're going with it. As I said, it reminds me a little bit of Lucio ball, but you probably don't know who that is. Do you? Uh,
2: I was not born in 1950, like Donnie boy over there. So
1: Donnie boy, (laughs) classic Donnie boy.
0: It's our our oldest producer. Yes, it is. Speaking of Donnie boy, uh, he says that, you mentioned the cans. He says these cans are really nice. And, uh, I agree with him that, uh, they did a really good job with the rebranding. The logo is really nice. Donnie does sure. like
2: nice cans. What can I say? Yeah.
1: Like? <laughs> All right. Shall we get into her?
2: Yes, we should sure. do it. Okay. Okay. Kind of almost got like an Amber mm. vibe to it.
0: A little bit. Yeah.
2: You know, maltier than what I was thinking. It's kind of a two ends of the perspective because the first beer was less malty than what I was thinking. This one is more malty than what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a little bit more malt too and I don't know, again, if it's that kind of banana flavorish to it. I don't know. I'm trying to kind of place it a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, they mentioned creme brulee. I'm not getting like spot on creme brulee, but very similar kind of in the on the back end in the aftertaste a little bit yes
2: i get it more on the on the back end aftertaste as well yeah um i was just kind of looking at the ingredients here it doesn't look like it's made with actual honey i wasn't sure if it was infused with honey mm-hmm. or the honey was coming from the make of the the beer itself hmm. but still still a good beer still a good beer don't get me wrong
1: yeah i think you're right with the creme brulee kind of taste on the back end for sure
0: yeah, because it's not overpowering. Like it doesn't yeah. doesn't hit you right away, um, which, you know, I, I was kind of hoping it would. Because like you, Brett, I love a good crumble, uh, and honey as well. Um, but there is that sweetness, right? So the the last beer I'd say was kind of ironically more sweet than this one. I would say one hundred percent. I totally agree with that. The,
2: the, yeah. If you would have almost like mixed the two, like in terms of the, the North Portal and this one then that sweetness would have almost been what I was looking for. Right. But
1: do you guys get a whole lot of honey up front? Donnie, Donnie, I'm looking at you too. Donnie, what, what are you saying? We got a. yeah.
2: Eh, 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 eh. hey, no, okay. I don't, don't know. Yeah, all right. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, use your words, Donnie. Even if you type them, use your words. So, no, there's not a whole lot of honey. And I don't feel like there's a whole lot of honey either. And I was kind of worried about maybe this if the honey was going to be more overpowering, if it was going to taste more like like a baklava if you will instead of maybe going that creme brulee route but right. now that there's not a whole lot of honey it's it it does kind of still keep that creme brulee kind of
2: uh, i mahal. also did not have baklava on my bingo card <laughs> yeah,
1: in terms there, of <laughs> <laughs> so if you had shania twain and baklava please dm us <laughs> oh my goodness All right. Well- they're so going. in
2: terms of the f- top five flavor profiles of this beer, not baklava or Shania Twain, uh, number, one, <laughs> <laughs> number one is uh, honey.
1: Uh, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't think – I'm not getting a whole lot of honey. I think we just no, heard of that. So yeah, yeah. nobody's getting honey out of this no, one.
0: No, uh, two, smooth. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, yeah, it is smooth. Uh, and like you would expect that from a, a wheat beer generally. Yeah.
2: I think it goes down very smooth. I think it'd be more, in my opinion, be more like a winter beer Mm. versus a summer beer. I still like it no matter what season, but that would just be me. Uh, Three, caramel.
1: I don't know if that's trying to, if that's kind of getting confused with that maltiness, maybe.
0: I I was just going to say, I think that any sort of caramel flavor is coming from the malts. Malts. Yeah, I think it's going to be
2: caramel malts for sure. Number four, soft.
1: <laughs> how do you how do you how do you
0: answer yeah, that I'm way? not is even like, sure what that means. Uh is, I would is, say is it, no is it equivalent to
1: is it equivalent to thin? Like is soft right. and thin very <laughs> similar to this aspect? We're gonna to
0: have to ask untapped about this in All terms they right. yeah. distinct
1: their I think they, flavor they, need
0: profiles. To re- they need to refine their flavors profile. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. And number five, wheat
1: wheat, wheat. <laughs> reminds me of the old stone picker episode <laughs> <Yes>. wheat. Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's corn, corn. Emphasis, <laughs> emphasis on the wh like uh Will Wheaton.
2: from yeah. uh family
1: guy. Um, yeah i mean it is a wheat beer so i get it but uh to note producer donnie says you know there's a bit of an aftertaste um now donnie does enjoy a a good wheat beer mm-hmm. um and, and states that he's not really getting the typical wheat flavoring. So um, doesn't know if that's because of the honey, but we all said that there wasn't a whole lot of honey. So it might just be a confusing kind of flavor profile for uh, for Dunny as well. Um, but does agree, you know, it is, it is more malty um, and then kind of maybe not directly – forcing it into the amber category but it might sway more to an amber ish kind of flavor profile than more of a wheat beer if i'm getting that correctly i think yeah i think i've got that that's good yeah got, got yeah, the thumbs sure. up I, yeah i think you did a great interpretation of what donnie said there,
0: thank you Tyler. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole see- lot
2: of
1: a whole <laughs> lot of hand gestures yeah there it is <laughs>
2: uh it's almost like he's trying to make a deal. Anyway, yeah. uh, in terms of deals, let's go to untapped. <laughs> in terms of their uh, thoughts, so Chris, you have the first thought from an untapped user.
0: Yeah. So the first user's name is uh, ABC. One two three. Uh, yeah. Very find good. out
2: what uh, it, find uh, out what it means to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and ABC's handle is this is AB, not ABC, just AB. Uh, so on January seventeenth, they said. Uh, Multi-poo, but not in an overwhelming or gross way. I generally like the uh, flavored beers to some degree. Would prob drink this again. Uh, And ABC gave it a 3.25 out of 5. (laughs) Multi-poo. But would
1: still have it again. Yeah. Again, probably wouldn't have that on. Yeah. Multi poo (laughs) under the multi poo, uh, multi poo. All right. I got the next one, Yvonne. Uh, The handle is Ms. Adventures, Ms. Underscore Adventures. I apologize. On September 15th, commented, finally getting to relax after a day of all the errands, all in caps. Uh, (laughs) Goodness. This one is yummy. Distinct honey. Not too sweet. My favorite from Highlander so far. So again, we see the uh, the pre-rebranding Highlander name coming out yeah. here. Um, I assume that the recipe is the same, if not similar. Um, but yeah, they uh, gave it a 3.5 out of 5.
0: Interesting. So uh, I'll get us started with our ratings. Um, I was looking for a little bit, well, quite a bit more honey. Uh, In this beer than I was getting Uh, So I think I'm going to give it A 3.25 out of 5
2: Yeah, it seems like the honey was supposed To come home, but kind of got lost And took an adventure before it got here Uh, So I'm going to give it a 3.5
1: Alright So for myself I'm going to give it a 3.25 Yeah, and Producer Dottie Is coming in with a 2.75 Donnie don't like too much <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so as uh, as Donny runs those numbers here, uh, just gonna wait on Donnie here <laughs> wait on Donnie <laughs> we, we we always do
2: hey, Josh, uh, me i especially I've been waiting on him for like twenty nine years so <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know if that's a fraction broke <laughs> so, with you. <laughs>
0: All right, so Donnie gives us uh, an overall of 3.1875, which we are going to round up to 3.25 overall.
2: Yes, so that's going to conclude our conversation on
1: South River and all of their beers. And coming up, we're going to be talking about our experiences while camping.
0: All right, and we're back. So, we figured since South River is close to the famous and huge Algonquin Park, we should talk about camping because that's what you do in Algonquin Park, among many things. So, uh, <laughs> yes, <you do>. <laughs> what, what <laughs> else do you do there? Yeah, well, you can go fishing, canoeing, kayaking. Okay, uh, okay. Oh, so, thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys first. Um, uh, how. How do you guys feel about camping? Do you camp? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Um, what's camping? Okay,
1: <laughs> uh,
2: no. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, I've probably camped let's say four times in my entire life. One was the first second year of college when I was on a trip at Pinehurst, which is just above just past Gravenhurst for a rec uh, tour, and the other three times were music in the fields. Um, <laughs> so
1: which Board is me. <laughs> which is a country music festival yes so me and tyler happen.
2: three of my four times i yes. have camped with tyler yes <laughs> which, saying, is,
1: right. not <laughs> which no, is not
0: enjoyable which is not i'm just kidding i'm just is kidding not no, was is not that not why enjoyable. you didn't like it brett
1: <laughs> we had a good time we had a good time <laughs> you know what it was a good time We had a good time Do i remember a lot of it absolutely not we had a good time <laughs> it was fun it was yeah. fun so for myself, um, I, I love camping. Uh, my grandparents had a, a trailer up at Sulla beach. Now I'm, we're not talking like rough in it, but, uh, just going out and I, I spent many summers up at Sulla beach. We rented a, co- uh, a trailer as well. We rented a cottage up that way. I've, I've been tenting and, and the whole gambit. So, I personally enjoy it. Um, it's one of the few things that I feel like I need to do more of. I just don't make the time for it because of work and everything else. But if I can make the time for it, it is a good stress reliever. Uh, so that, that's my end. So, Chris, what about you? And then maybe you could touch on Producer Donnie as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I definitely like to camp. Uh, kind of the same as you. Uh, when I was a kid, my grandparents had a trailer on Long Point, uh, which is just on uh, Lake Erie. Love that. Yeah, so we okay. used to go there uh, all the time, uh, and then kind of as I grew up, uh, became an adult, We've uh, my wife and I have gone camping quite a bit, and we definitely go the roughing it route. So we, we do tent camping, um, you know. Why we def- have we
1: not camped together?
0: I don't know, but <laughs> we're going to for sure. Yeah. Plans have we- been made. Go we're, ahead. We're, sorry,
1: sorry. I just, <laughs> I just. It's funny that we've never actually gone camping together. I've just, it's I know just that funny. is kind of
0: funny. Yeah, uh, we we haven't tried it yet with our daughter. She's only only two, but uh, maybe next year we'll kind of venture out to that. So, uh, Donnie, not a big, uh, not a big fan uh, with camping. Uh, Surprising, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh he said that he says that he uh used to camp with the the cubs and the scouts uh and didn't like it um so he uh would enjoy it more if it's in an rv and not a tent which i think is kind of like the general sentiment from a lot right, of people right, right. hold on hold hard. on <laughs>
2: producer donnie got the camp with the chicago cubs what that's cool that's like 25 25- no okay
1: Jesus. <laughs> i like, where are you going? I, I, I was lost it's on like, that one. It's the Cubs and the Scouts. Okay. Well, that's, I get the Cubs, but not the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Okay. Continue on there, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, like we said, Donnie uh, definitely wants to be in an RV or trailer. Uh, personally, I, I really like actually camping in a tent. It's kind of like, if you're going to go camping, like, you might as well just go full out and do right. do the full thing, right? Like, get into a tent, yeah. um, you know, don't have all the amenities, like electricity, like we do, non-electric uh, campsites. We're totally off the grid. Um, and it's actually amazing just to kind of be kind of turned off from the, the rest of the world.
2: So, a uh, good thing about producer Donnie and myself, actually, is we had another champ- opportunity to camp at Boots and Heart's. <laughs> Uh, back, oh, let be what, six, seven years ago. And producer Donnie made the great choice of getting a hotel throughout those four days because that's how you should camp in a hotel.
1: That's not, that's <laughs> not camping though. It's <laughs> not really camping. So some of my experiences, I love doing the tent thing. Um, my parents, as we've discussed, they they do have a trailer as well. Um, and after my fiance and myself got engaged, we spent a week and we, we did kind of Half-ass rough it a little bit. Um It does have did have electricity, but it didn't have water, and we didn't have a full tank of water for a while until we got there. till we got there, and uh, so again, we used water kind of sparingly, but at the same time, they also did have with the the trailer a solar hookup. So. I myself, electricity is still a part. I I still like that, whether it's getting it from a main plug or having the use of the solar panels. I'm okay with that. Um, Again, it's nice to have some kind of electricity just to kind of power some electronics, whether it's a speaker or whatever it might be. But I'm, I'm down for completely roughing it as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so in terms of like, you know, traditions when we're camping uh, you know a lot of people have kind of maybe something that they want to do specifically when they're when they're camping um i think number 1 you got to have a campfire every night um right. the the worst That's why thing you're there. about well a- absolutely the worst thing about camping we this ha- happened to us uh, once is we we showed up at the at the campground and there was a fire ban so oh, no. you know that happens sometimes in the middle of the summer can't yes. have a fire uh Totally sucks, and at nighttime you're kind of like, "Well, what do we do? What do we do right? now?" Yeah,
1: <laughs> turn on a, turn on a lantern and play crib.
0: Yeah, basically, Ooh.
1: that's it. Yeah, it's
0: it's not solitary. Fine. Not
1: solitary. No, no it's a single game. <laughs> 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 there was something else. <laughs> I, have a, I have a couple pipes. So, one thing that producer Donnie says is some of the traditions that uh, he would do is um, have the fire, have some s'mores. Yeah, um, have s'mores for sure, and doing that now. Camping with my fiance's family and, like, her cousins and whatnot, nothing was done plain Jane. Like, you would have dinner. It's not like, oh, well, we're just going to have hot dogs. Like, we we would do full-out steaks. Like, I kid you not. It was insane. But, like, you you got the full camping experience and you just did everything on the fire. So, whether it's yeah. potatoes steak, doesn't matter. So, you're roughing it, but you're still eating well. Pizza, and man. And drinking well.
2: It, hell, yeah. You got to do some pizzas on there. Right. oh well, yeah. <laughs> there there's go. nothing better than a nice wood-fired pizza, especially on a campfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Try I'm not talking about in. delicious. I'm talking about, like, homemade stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I figured you would have got, like, delivery into the campground or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah especially at the uh, – so my, uh, my wife. Domino's. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Uh, yeah. So her parents have a cottage up in uh, Point Clark, which is just a little bit south of yep. Um So there's no skip to dishes up there. Just in case you knew. Right. Um so you have to actually make stuff there. There's no delivery.
1: So do you enjoy do you enjoy going up there though? Of course so that, I enjoy going up there. 100%. So that is that is camping, right? Whether yes. it's an RV, a tent, a cottage, just kind of being yes. one with nature. I would and, be
2: a cottage person with a beach right beside. I need you need right. the beach.
1: Yeah. Right? So if we wanted to take the trailer to uh like let's say the Untapped Festival, I guess you wouldn't be able to come then, right? Oh, yeah, I'd there's be no there. Beach. Yeah. no beach. No, be, no beach and we'd be an RV. But by trailer.
2: my favourite part about camping or cottaging, if you will, is beers. And the Untapped Festival has beers.
0: All right.
2: So I would make it work.
0: Well, and, and that's, yeah, absolute perfect segue, right? Favourite part about camping is, for me as well, the beers. Just, like, sitting, again, at the campfire, having a beer, there's really – not much better than that
1: so for me it's two things one it's the beers two it's being like the campfire guru you know i love the fire <laughs> i love being close to the fire some would say i get too close and i become one of the fire um, i believe
0: I, I remember you uh walking over the fire one time i uh, at a cottage i yeah. have here's
1: i've seen it before Here's the thing. I think that that runs true with everybody who's on this is we have Chris, Brett, and Br- producer Dottie have all seen me part of a fire at some point. <laughs> but you know what? I enjoy that. I I, I love building it. I love the, seeing the creativeness. I love seeing it kind of go uh, You know, for an hour, two hours, whatever it might be, settling it down for s'mores or wieners or marshmallows, whatever it might be. Um, but I, you know what? I'm itching to get out. I need to get out of work. I need to leave the office. I need to get in touch with nature. And mom, dad, if you're listening, let me bore the trailer. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my favorite part about camping,
2: like RVing, all that other stuff, is just to be able to put the phones down. Right? Yeah. Not have a phone with you. And just talk about, you know, stories from Maybe there was beers involved. Maybe there was you know, a good time. Right? Or yeah. just reminiscing yeah. about good times, right? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the one favorite part is just putting the phone, leaving it in in the RV, the, the cottage, whatever, and just talking about random stuff. And uh, I'm going to say
1: that the fire has now been put out,
2: boys. We should probably move on to our farewells.
1: All right. Before <laughs> do we do that, let's make a pact that all of us at some point in time get the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast And we go camping. At a couch. We each get a (laughs) campsite and we make it work.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Okay, fine.
1: After a round of golf. All right. (laughs) Let's do that. Let's let's, let's do that. We'll be back with our farewell shortly. (laughs) And we're going to be back here. This uh, campfire is going beautifully. It's going to be it for today's episode.
0: Yeah, thank you for listening to our campfire story. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode, and on are, are off Thursdays for a producer special.
2: Make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite collector. Just remember, eight twelve batting average, eight
1: twelve. <laughs> so from all of us and producer Donnie, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett.
0: And I'm Chris, and together we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.